Couch Co-opers, Couch Potatoes, and Couch Codependents. This is the Couch Co-op Show, and I'm Ian, and I'm joined. I should be joined. I am joined currently with Dave and Jared. Hopefully, Aaron will be here momentarily. No handsome Aaron. I don't know. Aaron's <laughs> always late. You, you should know that by now. I guess he probably forgot. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not texting him this time. I texted him last or, time. Or so, his phone's dead, or something. How's everybody? <laughs> yeah, good. It's been a good day. Good. Cool. Enjoying the profuse juice, the best beer in the Northwest <laughs> right now. I'm also drinking the most mediocre beer in the Northwest. <laughs> I just have some sweet stuff. It's not that I hate it, Dave. I just don't think it's standoutish yeah. in any any way. I'd actually, having said that, the best beer in the Northwest is probably Trapdoor. Trapdoor Brewing. Pretty much <sighs> anything they make seems to be pretty tasty. Yeah, we, Dave and I were there yesterday enjoying some beers nice um yeah i don't hate this it's fine it's i just i think you know i don't i don't know i don't know it just hits my taste buds just right i mm. i agree with you it's not like there's nothing like super remarkable about it but like before george had a hazy for a while that was really good, good. Mm-hmm. uh this i just feel like i've had so many other hazies that are better than this the one. magnetic fields hazy is fantastic but they do a good IPAs in general, so. Um. Anyway, I don't know what we're talking. We, we were having a big discussion about beer last night, <laughs> or <laughs> ranting. <laughs> I hadn't really had it, and I was just siding with Ryan. That Ryan, I felt I agreed with Ryan. Yeah, he got the pack I got, which was like IPA mix pack of four different IPAs, and he said that was the worst one in the pack, <laughs> which I thought was even funnier. Right. Well, gents, uh, man, uh, we're going to do finally, last week was our anticipated, and this this week we're doing our, uh, well, not exactly our game of the year show, our top five game. It's uh, generally for us, it's the top five games we played in 2020. And uh, so some of us play a lot of new games in 2020, and some of us play, you know, some older stuff. So we like to incorporate it all into the games that we played and enjoyed the most so that's yep. what we're going to do. Especially, oh, go ahead. 22 games last year. Well, I played more than that, but I actually beat 22 games. You know, played them all the way through, finished the story or whatever it was. Yeah, nice. Yeah, mine was like, what, 40-something? Mm. Oh, like how many 46? games you beat? Yeah, on the beat list. I don't quite remember. I... I, think, I think I had like 28, something like that. Anyway, it's, uh, well, you know, obviously COVID, you know, a lot of us are just not. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting around. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. actually, I beat an awful lot of games in the first two or three months of last year. Yeah. Like, I went through the Bioshock remastered lot and un- the Uncharted games as well. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's Aaron. There's the man of the hour. Odelay. Odelay. Yeah. Odelay. This hair's about as long as mine. It just ain't as curly, I don't think. He's got that comb over nah. there. It's getting all emo look with a little comb mm-hmm. over the eye there. Well, <laughs> with the bangs, <laughs> don't even recognize uh, him. Yeah, he looks like a different dude. Yeah, mm. I know, right? Mm. 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 Delicious. 
Yes. Um, anyway, should we get this podcast? Don't call it Nectar of the Gods for nothing. Yeah, I, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, uh, who wants to... Uh, you guys want to... I don't know. Do you guys have a hard time putting your list together? Uh, Not really. I got, I got seven that stood out to me. Um, and some of them will be... You guys will probably have them, you know, because it was popular year. But if I was to go with... Um, my first game it was actually Surviving Mars, which was kind oh, of wow. like Sim City on Mars, build a colony. And it's been a long time since I put I would put a game in, I'd open a beer, and then I'd get so engrossed that it would now be like one o'clock in the morning, and I hadn't gone and got another beer because I hadn't wanted to leave the screen because there was always something going on or something to do. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. I played I played it on the. Um, on the PlayStation 4, and it took a while to get used to the controls, so I must admit. That was the one as- aspect of it that was kind of hard, because obviously it was, you know, a PC game where you're using the mouse and controllers and on the PlayStation. But there's just something cool about you, you form your colony on Mars, and then you try and make it self-sufficient. And then they had, like, little events that would happen. You'd have, like, one mysterious event per playthrough. Like, I got one with these little black cubes that just started, like, multiplying everywhere. And you couldn't build where the black cubes were. And another one where, you know, you made contact with extraterrestrial life. It was just a fun game. So that's your number five? That's my number five. And I don't think it's anywhere near 2020. I think that's it's a lot older of a game. Yeah, it's How'd a you... bit older, but the trailers look good. How did you find fun. out about this game? Because, I mean, I never, I don't think I really knew about it until you started I just, playing it. I think I was in GameStop, and I was just looking at the games, and I'm like, ooh, Surviving Mars, something on Mars, that might be cool. And I looked at it, and then I read some reviews, and I was like, oh, I'll give that a try. It might, sounds like it might be something I'd enjoy. Cool. So I had to okay. actually stop playing it, though, because it was, I was going to bed at three in the morning, and then having to get up at work for work the next day, because it was sucking me in that badly. <laughs> like all the good video games do. Oh yeah, totally. yeah. But, uh, a really fun, fun game if you like the kind of SimCity world building, you know, resource management type games. Does it have any kind of story? Then, uh, not really. It's more like you just, you know, you you start off with the first ship to land on Mars, and the whole point is you you've got some that come later. And you can play different factions, so you can play like a private enterprise, which would be like SpaceX type, or you can play like you know different countries, and they they have like different aims, but they also have like different strengths. Right. You know, you get more robots on some of them, but you get more colon colonists on some of the others. Cool. Yeah, that's nice. A lot of fun, a lot of replay replayability as well. Uh, Dave, I gotta say, I'm a little disappointed you didn't find a way to put the Spitfire in the background. <laughs> Give me hey. a moment. <laughs> anyway. I was getting in there. Oh, there it is. Oh, shit. Yeah. <sighs> Look at that shit. Oh, it reflects. Little, yeah, it reflects. Oh, yeah. Anyway. It's oh, a, I kind of see it. I saw that at an antique store, and uh, nice. I almost bought it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nice. go back here, and it'd be really reflective, but you can kind of see it. There you <laughs> go. That's pretty good. <laughs> anyway. That's better. Um, Jared, what's your number five? I selected a VR game. No way. It's the Room VR. Get out of here. Dark Matter was last year. <laughs> and uh, 
you you guys know that I like that series a lot, and uh, the VR game they released was very true to the series. So it's uh, one I would like to go back to, but it doesn't have much replayability once you finish one of those games. It doesn't switch it up or anything like that. If anything, you can just kind of go through it and see how fast you can do it. But I'm, I'm not into that kind of gameplay. Right. But my, my first time right. through was memorable, and I really enjoyed the puzzles that it had to offer. Of the series, is like this one your favorite? Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's uh, out of four of them. Right. Hmm. Are all your games from uh, 2020, or do you have some older games this time? Uh, I have uh, I have a couple of older ones. Okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. The Room VR. Yeah, the room VR. Uh, Aaron, Me. what is your number All five? Right. All right. My number five, actually, it's a racing game, the Horizon Chase Turbo. I played that a lot last year. It's such a simple, fun game. I know it's not a 2020 one, but I don't. I have a few 2020s on my list. That one is definitely the funnest one I can think of. As, like, you can't really beat it, but that's okay. I mean, you can, but... I like to just pop in, do a couple races, and dip back out. But it's a fun little game, though. I really like it. It's so simple. So... It's no Rocket run League. Back to... it's no... <laughs> no Rocket... It's not Rocket League, but, you know... I don't want to be... I, 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 I That was actually a honorable mention, too, because we did play that a lot last year as well, but... Still playing it this year. Played it a lot. Dave's turning pro, I think, on Rocket League. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I've been mainlining that, that game recently. Oh, wow. Probably an hour yeah, no. every night. Yeah. Nice. I, yeah, I, I had my daughter play Rad Racer today on the NES, and it made me uh, want to re-download that on my Switch. Oh, Horizon Chase Turbo? You play it by yourself. Yeah. Didn't we all get it free? Yeah, I thought yeah, it was yeah. one of the PS Plus games for one month. Yeah, it, it was. It was. I I think it was either this year or la- late last year, early this year. I can't remember, but I started playing it. And I just I'm playing it every now and then. It's fun. I love that game. Awesome. Yeah, it's a great yeah. game. I played a Simple. lot of it on Switch. I think. I think, it, but yeah, cool that's where I heard it from from you actually. And then they released it for free on the PS Plus. I'm like, okay. If any games gonna get me into racing games, that's gonna be the one to get me back into. Because I did like it for a while, but I just drifted away, and I don't know why. But that one, I actually have trying Grand Turismo Seven or other racing games. There's another down the road. Uh, cool retro one. I'm forgetting Hot Shots Racing or something like that. Uh, it's a mm-hmm. very retro racing game, and I think it's pretty cool. You probably dig it. It was like eleven dollars like a couple weeks ago or something, but. Oh, hey, I saw you say something about that on the yeah, if you like, or if you on like, the chat. If you liked uh, her uh, Horizon Chase Turbo, you'd probably really dig that game. All right, all right, cool. Um, yeah. my number five. What is my number five? I have a, I have a list of ten. Yeah, I've got a list that's got more than five in it, just in case. But uh, so um, well, they're actually ten through. You know, I have them all ranked too. Mm-hmm. I'm very ranked. Uh, my number five is Astro's Playroom, PlayStation Five exclusive pack in nice. with the PlayStation Five Solid. console. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. <laughs> we don't have PlayStation Fives. Yeah, uh, maybe next month. It's uh, the bottom half doesn't half half do. It is so many things that are awesome about video games. I don't. It's 
the game itself is awesome. It has a lot of cool mechanics. It it showcases the PlayStation really well with the controller, uh, the du uh, the Dual Sense. Um, but then just the nostalgia of it and the stuff you're looking for and kind of going through PlayStation history is really really cool and creative. And uh, it's an easy platinum. This is a, quite a bit of replayability because you go back and do speed runs and stuff. Um, I don't know. It's just a really cool game. Uh, those guys have magic there. I I hope one of these days it really gets, you know, it doesn't really get taken seriously. Like it's probably the, one of the best, the best platform. Like probably better than Mario at this point, in my opinion. Even though I don't play many Mario games anymore, um, it's just so well, fun. The only Astrobot game you've had to actually spend money on was the VR one, Rescue Mission. Uh, all the other ones have been free and are still free. Still like, free. The Astro's Playroom is preloaded on systems. You don't even have to go and claim it. It's just on there. Right. Mm. So, I mean, people don't have a reason. Well, people can't figure out a reason to not play it unless they just have no interest, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, it's just a, just a really well-made game and uh, yeah. super cool, super fun. And, uh uh, anyway, my number five. Cool. Cool. Nice choice. One day I hope to play it. I believe all my games, all my all my games are from 2020. So. Ah, nice. Uh, back to Dave. Number four. Oh, number four already. Um, <laughs> another game that's not from 2020, but I would say Control. I played that early in the year. I was a bit late to that party, but that was that was an awesome game that I really enjoyed. Had some frustrating moments, but the atmosphere in it is just so spooky. And and Ooh. then there's the level in the hotel, which is just awesome with the music playing. It's a great game. I actually reinstalled it because I got the DLC for like really cheap, um, some sale. And I've been meaning to play play the DLC, but I just haven't gotten around to it. Nice. Uh, you yeah, get the free I, PS5 I, one. What, Jared, what, what Aaron, I mean? I can get the free PS5 one when it pops up because I think they do some games are going to give it to free for when it re releases for PS5. I don't know if Control know... is one of those games. Oh, you okay. have, you have to tracing. buy the ultimate version yeah. to get the PS5. You have to buy version. the ultimate oh. is, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. stupid. So, yeah, you can't just have the standard edition you bought back in the day. Oh, yeah. that's dumb. But that's fine. Yeah, I don't really care. That's such a uh. solid game. If you haven't played it, it's a lot of fun and it's just kind of weird and cool and <laughs> a lot going on that's it it's weird and cool that's the best description in my opinion <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah all right well i know jared had a little struggle with it he was he wasn't as hot on the game but you can see that there are a few levels that 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 was kind of old it was old school in its difficulty level at times where it was very you know you replay 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 to try and get through a bit yeah, I, I didn't enjoy a lot of the enemy types. It was just kind of annoying. But, uh, <laughs> everything sure. else about the game you, was great. You've got a high tolerance for that kind of stuff. Usually, I, usually I, I'm like, I like my easy games. Mm -hmm. All right, Jerry, what's your number four? Dragon Quest Builders 2. Dragon Quest Builders ah. 2. Yeah, I, I played a lot of the first one, beat that one, and then the second one I played also, and it did everything better than the first one. And the story was fun and engaging, and it always kept me busy. And uh, my my daughter also loved it, so it was fun to w let her build because there was like a hub world where you could build whatever the heck you wanted, do what you wanted, and, uh, create like a whole economy pretty much. And uh, we both had a lot of fun in that. I ended up uh, 
just playing enough of it where I looked at the trophies. I'm like, eh, I'm just going to get the platinum. And I, I played the heck out of it. Probably one of my nice. most played games of 2020. Awesome. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, back was it two years now when I got you guys games for Christmas and I got Jared Drake Builders Quest, the first one. Yeah, yeah, Dragon's Quest Builders 1. That was a gift from you. And, Thank uh, you for and then, introducing uh, me to that series. And, uh, uh, well, I, I, you know, I, you, knew, I, you knew more about that series before I knew. I just knew you wanted yeah. to play that game. Yeah, so. I was very interested watching the price on it, and uh, I ended up not having to. And then the yep. second one, I waited for it mm-hmm. to go on sale as well and got it and loved the heck out well, of it. Well, that was a close call on Far Cry Primal, which was so cool <laughs> for me. You know, that yeah, almost made right. it on my list of games I've enjoyed this year. <laughs> Well, I'm Definitely just glad that I'm just glad that Jerry got a chance to play because I mean, you always you know sometimes you always want to try a game and then you just never get into it, and so yeah, I know. Yeah. It's funny how that happens, isn't it? Too many good games, not enough time. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's very true. Yes. Anything else you want to mention, Jared? On that, are you good? No, uh, I wish I knew more people that played it because you can play it online as well oh, with cool. friends. Yeah, but uh, that'll never happen. <laughs> Not with us, anyway. No, not right. not with this group. <laughs> Aaron, what's next? All right, on your list. All right, my number. All right, my number four. I did not quite beat it, but I, I kind of struggled even put this one on the list. But honestly, even though as much as it gave me frustration, I love the shit out of it. Is Doom Eternal? I honestly, even though that game makes me want to break the controller at certain times, just because of how frustrating it is. It gives me that, like, when I beat it, I feel awesome. Like, it feels really good to beat the shit out of those monsters. The that game does have some, like, you. seriously, uh, serious seriously flaws. In that sense. Well, balance, not flaws, but some serious issues. difficulty jumps where it becomes... Yeah. Right. I, I believe they call them bang your head against the wall moments, and I totally had a headache after the well, it, ta- it takes the way you've been. It takes the way you've been playing the game up to about halfway through, and then just throws it in the trash and introduces yeah. an opponent to none of the stuff that it's been teaching you to do. For the yeah, first exactly. Half of the game is it works anymore? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you just kind of go full on. Crazy. That game would have been on my list had it not been for that massive difficulty spike. Uh, I, I had a lot of fun with it. I did beat it, yeah. but um, I, I, I really enjoyed the other games that I put on my list more. Uh, but right, yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't could have easily made it if it didn't. That spike game so was hard. fun, but I, I honestly, I'm not sure how much I enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed the first half, and then when it got to the difficulty spike, it was like. Yeah, uh, I figured the match yeah. would finish. Did you beat it, but... Dave? Yeah, I okay. I beat it in the end. But I, when... I had to get stuck for two or three days on the couple in a couple of places. When they released the think... PS5 update, I'm probably gonna jump back in and get some of the more more of the collectibles and maybe tr- even try the PvP yeah. just to just that to f- give it a test run. That final boss right. battle, I don't know how you do it without it without accepting the. Um, the kind of difficulty level turn down it gives you after you've died once or twice. Oh, I already oh, had yeah. it on the easiest, and I went in with like eight or nine extra lives. Oh, I think oh, I was. Geez. I think I was still. I was still like one or two levels above easy, but it was just like the first time through. I was just like, nope, done. You're I, you're better than yeah. I am, then. man. Oh man. Yeah. No. I, I think the reason why I enjoy, it, even though it does give me those banging head against the wall moments, is just 
it's more realistic than any other shooter game like it, I feel like. Because I feel like in that game, you could literally either A, play off the glitch and just kill everybody off, or B, you can just hide behind something forever and reheal and then go back at them. I like the fact that you can actually, like, they can come behind you and attack you. That's kind of cool, but it does get very frustrating. It's like, fucking hell, I cannot understand how to beat these guys. But then you do it and you feel great. I remember years ago me complaining about the Call of Duty formula where you just like hide in a corner, poke your head yeah. up every once in a while, shoot, and all that stuff. And Doom is the anti-Call of Duty, and that's, that's why exactly I love right. the Doom series so much now is because you're forced to run around the arena killing enemies so you can get what you need for the resources. And that exactly. is a huge improvement on the genre, and I hope to see a lot more of that in the future. Yeah, just nice the whole difficulty spike thing. That'd be fucking fantastic. Was the soundtrack better yeah, in the in good. the Doom twenty sixteen or this one? Uh, twenty sixteen, I think. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah. There's songs in there that I, I even have on like my normal like if I just want to jam playlist from Doom sixteen, but uh, not not Eternal. I, I like the music, but it, none none of the songs really like blew my mind when I was playing. You know, it, it made you it tighten up a little same. bit and. It made you tense still, you know, the heavy metal just making you rock rock out. But uh yeah. Right. It, it was good. Yeah. It's not not to that, you know, level. Cool. Yeah. I like I liked regular Doom music better than twenty 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 one, but Doom twenty sixteen better. Aaron, Dave, did you either of you play the game in headphones or were you just kind of low speakers? Just I just played the headphones. Headphones. Okay, yeah. So TV. Yeah, the headphones is where it's at with Doom because man, that that soundtrack is killer, and the sound effects in that game are primo. That they're just so masterful at creating the whole yeah. atmosphere of their titles. Cool. Yeah, awesome. Doom Eternal. That's Aaron's number four. four. All right, my number four is uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. It's, you know, it's more Spider-Man. The story's really great, though. You have Miles Morales. There's no actual, you know... Uh, it's pretty much the same city, but it's winter time. It's Christmas time. Oh, nice. And uh, nice. I think that's why one of the ways they were make, able to make it so so easy, because it, it's basically the same... It's New York City. Yeah. It's the same New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's a lot of fun. It's beautiful on PlayStation 5 with the ray tracing. It's really impressive. I mean... Does it flow feel as good moving around the city? Oh, it's better. So that? you get the two different. Oh, you nice. get the you get the performance, or you get the fidelity. Perform at sixty frames per second. It, it, I mean, it's ridiculous. Like it's so so smooth, and but uh, the ray tracing is what really is the super cool thing about. The, I think like being able to like swing by a skyscraper and see you f- swing by it, and then see the city reflected behind you. And stuff moving and stuff, all of it's just so crystal clear and stuff. It's ridiculous. It's it's you know. It's, it's is cool. that the best looking game you've played on your PlayStation Five so far? Uh, I mean, like, probably. Just wondering. I mean, I'm like, trying to think. Like, I mean, if you're going for realism, yeah, maybe. I mean, but, the most uh, realism. Astro's I mean, playroom. Yeah, I mean, Astro's looks cool, but it's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. It it's hard really to gauge, too. you know. Yeah, um, I guess as far as like when it comes to realism, even though it still looks like a video game, I don't know if it looks real. 
I feel. I mean, yeah. But uh, it just yeah. it's pretty cool. I mean, there's some stuff in Assassin's Creed Valhalla that looks pretty real, but uh, I wouldn't say that's the best running game on the system. So, um, I feel like Spider-Man still has kind better. of a cartoony look to them, even though they're realistic yeah. looking. It still looks. It doesn't look like they're going for ultra realism. It just looks like they're video game people still to me. But I don't know. When you're Spider-Man f- swinging through the city, it looks pretty fucking real. So I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's a difference of cutscenes versus gameplay. Um, but anyway, yeah. uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I like I like that it was kind of like more manageable size. Like it wasn't a super long. I mean, it's a, it was a, like expansion size game really. So uh, it's not like it was a super full length game. But it did it did feel like a complete game. Um, and I wish always good. Yeah, I don't see what's wrong with having like a good uh 10 hour 15 hour game i don't you know when other games are like 40 hours yeah. like there's nothing wrong we do with that it. all the time with first right. person shooters most of the campaigns on those are like five to ten hours uh, like 10 no... hours would be a long call of duty campaign wouldn't it it just feels yeah. like it's like oh it's this is a good sized game and then you go around and you can clean up the stuff to platinum it and i don't f- f- see like the, why there's anything wrong with open world games not having to be like these 80 hour Mm-hmm. experience it's like okay it's open world game it doesn't mean it has to be you know eight you know anyway so right, i yeah. appreciate that even though they just they also gave it a, a, like a lower price point so which was cool but i mean i feel like whatever i, you know, I don't know so yeah. you you guys know that the first spider-man wasn't on my top of list because i didn't like the stealth stuff did they throw that stuff to the side or is there still oh, there's none of that story type that type that kind of stuff in this game no oh good okay so i'll probably like that one way better than the other yeah Spider-Man. there's none of that weird shit yeah i don't even think a... man now that i think about it, i don't even think there was that many quick time events in it really oh man yeah so this is miles Thank morales God. is a game for me i will <laughs> play it this year okay yeah so you know and it's a ps4 and ps5 obviously so you know but uh it's it was a lot of fun and i really enjoyed it and uh I also know that for you know for a lot of people it was important that you know there was a lot of uh, uh, representation in that game, which was uh, cool and uh, so you know as long and Insomniac you know such a good studio anyway, mm-hmm. yeah uh, oh, that's, that's my number fantastic. four Dave cool. yeah. oh man are we on number three already three three uh, this is one that Ian recommended to me uh, I finally picked up and got around to playing it this year but uh, Mut- Mutant Year Zero. I really, really enjoyed that game. It was a lot of fun. And actually, I just remembered I played uh, um, XCOM Chimera Squad as well. So I'll, I'm going to tie it with this one. Because they're, they're kind of strategic, yeah. Yeah, but the Mutant Year Zero, I really liked the, how you could, how the game was, you moved around and you could, if you used stealth, you could kind of pick off a few of the guys from the edge before you went into the main battle and, you know, Kind of even up the odds a little, but it was it was a lot of fun, and I liked the collectibles in it and the mechanics. It was just I played played that, and then I played all the DLC as well that came on the disc, Seeds of Evil, and it was I just I was kind of sad when I'd done it. <laughs> it's cool because it's like a more of a story driven strategic game, yes. unlike uh, XCOM where it kind of puts you into a a board and then you play it. This game you kind of walk around and the guys the characters talk to each other and then they come upon uh situations you know there was definitely a story behind it and it felt like a complete world i like the kind of like 
something happened and now you've got these mutants and then you act, there actually is a decent story in there which i kind of enjoyed too but and then the, I, ca- the characters are funny too because the duck's always looking for things to eat and you know he's looking for you know he comes across like sausage or something it's like kind of weird i don't know it's just well written i think and yeah it was well written and it was atmospheric and it was it was just a lot of fun it was i really enjoy those games and then XCOM chimera squad was basically remove all the story from XCOM and make the missions like a lot more self-contained and smaller that was also a fun game but mutant year zero is where it's at for me so that's my number three Cool. Awesome. Jared, you are next. My number three. I'll I'll wait for you to really dive into it because uh, I know it's probably either two or one for you, but uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I I didn't spend as much time with the game doing side quests and stuff like that, but uh, the, the main story was super solid, and uh, I, I just really, really appreciated walking through the world and taking my time just enjoying uh, the scenery that they created. It's such a beautiful title. It's relaxing just to walk through and listen to the sounds. They they really fine-tuned the environments. It's so so beautiful. I'm, I bet that it's on Dave's list as well. Yeah. Actually, no. Oh, you didn't put it on your list. What? <laughs> wow. I, went, I, I went, like, as as much as I enjoyed that game. And oh, you didn't I, put it. It was really solid. It's like of the memorable. I I kind of went for more of the memorable okay. games I right. played this year, right. and not that that wasn't a memorable game. It was very good and very solid. But you know, the, well, you'll see when you see the rest of my yeah. list. It's yeah. just games that I've that I haven't <laughs> played before. Yeah, you played a lot of different games that you normally don't this year. It's uh... yeah, I tried to branch out a little bit, and I, yeah. I you know I enjoyed quite a few of the games I played. Good. Awesome. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about it, Jared? No, I'll uh, I'll let you complete the <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima as your number one. Oh, it's not my number one. Um, oh. No. Uh, well, Aaron, what is uh, what is your number three? All right. So my number three was actually from I think it was 2019 or 2018. It would be Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Oh, okay. Yeah. That. Oh, I, I I know it's probably not as good as Rise of the Tomb Raider, but I never I haven't played Rise yet, but. Shadow of the Tomb Raider, it's just so good. I mean, it's. I like the fact you can customize how you play the game. Like you can either make it super puzzly or just super stealthy or super just action slam bangy. But mm-hmm. I, as someone who doesn't really get into puzzles much, I like the puzzle games now because of Last Guardian. But yeah, and if you can beat that game, you can beat almost any puzzle game out there because that glitch is galore. But no. I just wanted to have a good experience with Shadow of the Tomb Raider because this is my first actual Tomb Raider game I played. Ever? And <laughs> ever. I mean, I've seen others play it and they want me to play it, but I'm like, no, I mm, no. But this yeah, was my you, first one ever. You should go back and play the other ones. They're uh, like the first ones on sale often for like five or six bucks on the PlayStation Store, and I think oh, eventually you got there. the second one for free. Uh, I don't think I have the first one, but I'm pretty sure I have the last two. Yeah, I played right. Shadow and Rise this year. I know yeah. that. I have the first yeah. one, but I don't have it for PS4. I have it for PS3. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, it's I... a series you should really uh, complete and uh, enjoy. I think I think you'd really appreciate the others. Uh, Shadow added a lot more of the puzzles, and the other two yeah. weren't quite as heavy on puzzles, which 
that's my, that was my biggest downfall for both of those. But I really enjoyed the story and the action. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. No, I I love the I love Shao the Tomb Raider. That was mm-hmm. uh, the only thing I wasn't too crazy about was the whole fighting the twin jaguar thing. The mo- uh, the 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 male and the female. I'm just like, God damn it! I have to fight fucking giant ass cats right now, and yet they <laughs> kill them. Like yeah, the... certain ways you can't just kill them. Kill them. I nice. love Tomb Raider games. Yeah, Tomb Raider's great. <laughs> I, I didn't play much of the past library on PS1 and PS2. I, I played the first two on the PS1 and loved them, but uh, I, beyond that, I didn't really traverse those games. They were, uh, for some reason, they were just lost to me. I didn't, yeah, wasn't playing that style of game back then. Same. I, I mean, I, my, my introduction to them was actually on the PC when I lived in Europe, but I just. I my friend was playing. I mean, he wanted me to try. I tried for like five seconds. Like, no, nah, not for me. This is me, and I never looked back. But cool. Now I realize I'm kind of regretting it. So I might have to go back for the rise at least. I, I so I was noticing on Twitter a lot of fans are scratching at uh, Square Enix for uh, information of Tomb Raider because it's their 25th anniversary this year. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, but I won't so, get anything because uh, poor Square Enix is trying to fumble through the Avengers debacle. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Though I hear it's pretty fun. Uh, Brad says the game's fun, so might have to pick it up at some point. Uh, cool. I thought about doing that, but cool, Aaron. Yeah. Uh, Tomb Shadow of the Tomb Raiders sounds good. Yeah. Uh, my number three is uh, probably get a lot of hate for this, but not from you guys, but from people out in the world. It's uh, Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, I think this game is awesome. (laughs) It's so good. And uh, it's just another stupid open world game where you kind of stealth around and you you, you hack shit to, you know, defeat evil. But the fact that you just, you recruit any NPC you want to play and you can just go around selecting your team is... so fun so like certain missions will work better with certain types of people so you go find a per like let's say you need like a guy who's good at distraction so you get like a rock star or an actor or something and then they're good at distraction or you need a hacker to hack this so you go recruit a hacker anyway so you can just go recruit all these people and you put your team together and then you know it's just and you can switch between different people at any time and it's just kind of crazy it's not as focused as it could be they could have done a deeper focus. Maybe they will in the future. But just the idea of it is pretty awesome, and I I enjoyed the game. It's funny because I did not care for the first Watch Dogs game at all. Very hard for me to get into that one. I never beat it. I just all gave right. up. Second Watch Dogs game I liked quite a bit and platinumed. And then this one, this new one, uh, you know, I was following pretty closely, and uh, I I really enjoyed it. Um, so it's my number three. It's a cool concept, really. I mean, I don't know why people would be so like, "What? This is BS." Why do people hate? Why people like this game? It's stupid. It's a good idea. You can recruit people to help you. That's fun. That's a cool idea. And I like or 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 you're me and you just recruit all the hot chick. You just like look for hot chicks and uh, even yeah, better wear underwear course, and better man. Yeah, and you know Did... it's just. Did you ever reinstall that on your PS5 and check out the ray tracing and all that stuff? It is installed on my PS5. I have not played it, though. I've yeah, I, I watched it. a couple videos from Digital Trends, and uh, 
it it's pretty cool really good looking like the ray tracing really improves the city i mean like the reflections are it's a very moist city <laughs> so there's a lot of reflections so i i would recommend checking that out at I least think just dave would wander really, around the world i think dave would really dig it too just because it's set in england and there's all these like uh locales that you know did you buy it on disc no He's digital um, guy now. But it'll play. It's a Ubisoft game. It'll go cheap super fast. You know. I know. It is a game I've I've always been intrigued by the Watch Dogs, and I actually played the original Watch Dogs a little this earlier this year, and it was like I can see how that would have developed into something fun, but the original one wasn't. That yeah, fun. the character of that first one was just abysmal. Yeah. And uh, but I I think this is you don't need to play the other ones. Watch Dogs Legions is the one because it's kind of its own thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, even though it carries on the story in a, in a way, the idea, not not a story, but the idea of Watch Dogs is cool. But, like, just, you know, it's just cool and the way they talk and the slang and, you know, some of them are really funny when they talk. So all, all the NPCs have just a very different temperament. Very rarely do you run into ones that are very similar. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of cool. I enjoyed it. I recommend and I feel right. like it just kind of disappeared, but oh. yeah, no, nobody talked about it. But a week after release, because Ubisoft was releasing all their titles all the back to games. back, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. so uh, that was the first and uh, <laughs> last one you heard of. Right. All right, Dave. Back to you. Number two. Number two. Uh, for me, it was uh, Days Gone. Oh my god! I got that oh. game for my birthday um, in. 2019 so summer of 2019 and i played it for a little bit i never it never really bit me hmm. and then you know once the lockdown kind of started i was like oh i should go back through and see what games i've got and so i started playing it and it it just sucked me in i like the fact it was set in oregon there's something kind yeah. of sad about the world in a good like in an interesting good way you know it wasn't a perfect world but I think what I really enjoyed most about it, though, other than the open world stuff, was I really enjoyed the horde mode, where the zombie creatures would be like in a cave, and it, there's sometimes be hundreds of them, and oh, it's geez. like, can I kill every last one? And do I have enough weapons? And how do I do it? It was, it was a lot of fun doing all those hordes, and in the end, I platinumed it. So. I watched you right. stream that a little bit, and you were doing one of the hordes in the caves, throwing a bunch of like grenades or something. Yeah, like yeah. Molotov cocktails. I just like mm -hmm. that. I like the selection of weapons, and the riding of the bike was quite fun. So yeah, I'll probably give it a try sometime. I mean, it's uh, free for PS5 users. It I takes did, a little, uh, little getting into to I, begin with. I did. I did download it for the because it's in the instant game collection, so I installed it on my PS5 just to kind of mess around with it, and it runs really well on the PS5. The game has this really kind of older development style to it. Uh, I feel like it. It feels like it's developed old. Like it cutscenes dissolve into gameplay, and there's a lot of it's fading to black. Time. I mean, it's no load screen. I mean, but it just seems like it's just a really kind of. It just feels it, old when I play it, and I, I. It doesn't have a very strong pull to its main story, is what I find. It's like not that the main story is is bad or anything, but 
there's a lot of stories going on with the characters you meet as you go through the world and they're all interesting but not 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 necessarily one of them sticks out as the main you know thrust of the game that's part of what you find with it yeah. um cool days gone that was his number two jared what's your dose it's your number five astros playroom yeah cool yeah i i'm a huge fan of all the astro bot games uh i've, I've been playing them since uh he, what they came out with him on ps4 with the playstation i for the first time just a few games to dink around with and then they did the vr one uh, uh that was free also astro bot rescue mission and now astro's playroom and they're all just uh games to treasure and enjoy uh, especially with like family like uh, uh it's just fun to watch my daughter play that game specifically and we can even like start competing against each other doing like there's uh speed runs that you can do which are separate from the actual levels that you play in the game so those are a lot of fun just to kind of dink around in and try and get faster than whoever's playing with you like uh i think ian when he was trying for his platinum he beat a couple of my times so i i went back and of course beat his scores and he never touched it again so uh that's where my competition ended well the speedrun trophy isn't uh isn't needed for the the platinum that's the dlc trophy so yeah, but I, I wanted the 100%, <laughs> so I, I, I got that. And it wasn't very Go hard. Go for only, gold. It only took like, you know, like 15, 20 minutes to get the 100% on that part. I never nice. did that. I mean, I did it. I did them. Um, I tried to do it, but there were some of those, some of those uh, levels I just can't, I couldn't get it, and I just gave up. <laughs> yeah, the that game uses everything on the controller. It just like it vomits it all over you and kills your battery real quick because it's really just abusing the controller with all the sounds. Every little touch you do does a little tap on the vibration, and it, it really wants you to see that that controller can do things. The the, the and, potential uh, of that controller is crazy. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see how other developers start using it because uh, a lot of the games that are coming to PS5 at this point are like upgraded versions of PS4 games and they, they I don't think they really fleshed out any of the controls that could be done even like Immortals Phoenix Rising, you know, it, it has a couple of bow and arrow things but even then they don't feel that great or anything like that like Astro kind of regular regular dual yeah. type stuff or yeah so i mean it it does a couple of things with the triggers with the bow but that that's all i can really tell but i feel uh, like it's only going to be really sony first party games so i think we'll see it in horizon we'll see it in god of war gran turismo but mm -hmm. third party games i feel like it's going to be scarce i I don't know people are loving it because i think people are trying or it might have already gotten the steam support to use those and uh there's rumors of what the Xbox controller, they, they were surveying their fans if they want stuff like that in the controller for Xbox. And, I mean, pe people are really enjoying it. I just hope the fire doesn't burn down when everybody's done playing Astro's Playroom after they finally get their PS5s and then <laughs> people just kind of forget about it. Like, you know, a lot a lot of things like motion things, that like the dual, or what was it called? Six Axis, you right. know? So... Uh, well, yeah. Even we'll we'll see, but maybe even VR for PlayStation. I mean, maybe VR is going to continue on PC, but we don't know if Sony is going to continue to support VR. I really hope yeah. they do. <clears throat> so that would be nice. Yeah, but uh, Astro's Playroom. Uh, if you get a PS5, just uh, play it's, it first. It's yeah. it's great. 
It's a must play. Uh, Aaron. All right. Number two. All right. All right. So my number two, it's a multi, it's a PVP game. It's uh, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Oh my God. It's funny. I know, I know, I knew this. I almost thought about putting that on my list, so don't feel too bad. Are you serious? I Dave, played it. You played that? Oh my god! I, yeah, I have played well, that. It's funny because it's like I, I only discovered it because you guys and profuse over. juice, profuse guys. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, we have taste buds. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, go, anyway ahead. go ahead, Aaron. I only just I only knew of the game because my nephews are playing it. I, they're like, "Can you download this game called?" Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I download it for them. They're playing. I'm like, oh, actually, that's kind of fun. So after they left, I turned it on myself, and I'm finding myself playing like five or six rounds. And it's, I play it at least once every other week. Aaron I, is new Battle Royale, Royale games. I personally dropped it after many times losing on the uh, oh. ones that are team based. Oh yeah, yeah. That I, I made me just times. not want to play the game. Is uh, it's a game about your own skills, and then all of a sudden you have to depend on other people. I yeah, I, I just really threw me uh, to the curb, and I, I decided just to delete it. I'm like, all right, I'm done. I don't I want get to do it. team stuff. I installed you're forced it. To. I you don't you don't have a choice. You can't be like, I want to do single player stuff only, and uh, no. no. I installed it, uh, you know, customized my character, played around, deleted it. <laughs> it's like, it's oh, fun. I, I love it. But I uh, I, yeah, team-based team stuff, no. I enjoyed it. I mean, there's some parts that are very frustrating, but it, overall, I, I I really loved it. It was such a good little game. It, it was, was a hot game. game. I mean, it was a game of the year. I mean, a game of the moment, for sure. Mm-hmm. And they, they I, still I, support the heck out of it with new costumes and seasons and all that stuff. A lot of people are still playing it. Oh, yeah. Every time I play, it's like literally like maybe a minute and a half for it to fully load up with people. That's still impressive. And that's like 60 people in that one little thing. It's like, Jesus Christ, okay, this is still going. But we'll see what happens in a year or two cool. once quarantine is done. So, yeah, number two for me. Uh, my number two, uh, just briefly, Jared already mentioned it. It is Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, there is a lot of things we could say about this game, but we've already said it. You just have to go check out our episode, the Ghost of Tsushima episode. And uh, so I won't waste much time, but I do think it was a beautiful game. And uh, I did very much enjoy it. And it was my number two, Ghost of Tsushima. Great. Nice. Dave, number one. Oh, my Ooh. number one. My number one is that we've discussed this game before, but. Death Stranding. Okay, uh, yeah. I really, yeah. really enjoyed that game. It was, again, it kind of fits into the list because it's something a little unique. It wasn't just someone else's ideas repackaged. It, 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 right. A vision. A vision, but also Art. I, I, Art. it was the um, closest I've come to in a video game where it's I, I, you know, I didn't find all the big name actors in it distracting. It had, and it had a very solid vision, but I also liked the pace at which it revealed itself, not just the gameplay. And at first, the gameplay, I was like, oh man, is this going to be 40 <laughs> hours of just walking from point <laughs> A to point liberate. B? But then, yes, it really is going to be 40 hours of walking to point is. A. <laughs> I'm balancing your bit, but you get. 
you get into the zen of it and you also like I really liked what it did with the uh, social aspect and the world even though you never saw anyone else just that like people give you likes for what they did or they put markers there or you go into a new area and someone had built a bridge across this river that was going to be like annoying to cross and it was it was just a very fun game and and it was a very distinct world. It was. It, it felt like something you hadn't ever really experienced before, as far as a video game. Like having, like you just mentioned, like when you come to a place where, like, oh my god, how am I going to cross this? And then like, there's a bridge there, and you're like, oh my god, this dude built a bridge. Oh my god, I'm not going to have to suffer. It's like that's a new thing. Yeah. I've never seen that anywhere. We're, you know, it's just very, very. Cool. Yeah, I mean, it was just. That's pretty cool. And then the the. Um, the beached things were just kind of scary as all fuck. Even, <laughs> even towards the end of the game, when you knew you could probably defeat them with your weapons and get out, it was like you still didn't want to get into a pitch battle with them. Right. Like the the black yeah. hands just kind of like this out the ground. And oh no, man, it was just very memorable. No. Yeah. So part of yeah, I that... mean, it's a game that I'm definitely going to play again. I'm hoping that Sony does a PS5. Update for oh, it. Yeah. That'd, that'd be, be super great. dope. Yeah. So that'd be kind of hard because it was a very good looking game. Oh, it was. <laughs> yeah, it already oh, is a yeah. really great looking game. Um, you you can so. borrow it, Aaron. I got a copy. Okay. Yeah, I highly recommend it if you haven't played it. And but I can also see why some people would not like it if that makes sense as well. I just know that you know Jared's yeah, always fun. been. It's like it's it could it could fall into the Jared walking simulator category of just walking around and looking at things. And so I was like. I don't know if Dave will like it. Maybe he'll like it. You should try it, yeah. but I don't know if he'll dig it. Yep. It, it, but it, it, it does, almost it, went on my list, but it, I, I put Dragon Quest instead. It does It does play heavily mm-hmm. into that kind of sci-fi, weird kind of dystopian future thing that's, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of a cool... Yeah. Yeah. Does that give you any interest in playing like Metal Gear Solid Five or something? It probably does. I'm kind of almost on a, a video game like break right now. Just Rocket League? There's nothing I'm playing other than Rocket League. Just practice, yeah. practice, practice. Got to go pro. Which is weird because usually I'm the opposite. I like I like the kind of story-driven single-player games. Right. Multiplayer games, yeah. I'm kind of like, okay, at some point I'm just like done. <laughs> yeah. Cool. No, Death Stranding. I mean, it would have been awesome if you played it the same year I did. It would have been game of, <laughs> year, game of the year for Couch Co-op. Anyway. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um. All right, Jared, number one. Demon's Souls on the PS5. Demon's Souls remastered remake, Blue Point yeah, remake. Uh, yeah. So, so my 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 you, experience you... with that that title was uh, on oh. PS3 just got destroyed, and I I had a lot of doubts when I was buying it on the PS5. Like I don't know why I'm buying this game. I'm never gonna finish it. It cost me seventy dollars. It's eh. just gonna sit on my shelf, and I'm just gonna be angry about it. But I, I jumped in and uh, I was I was doing pretty well, you know, through most of the game. I, I didn't I didn't feel like it was an impossible game. I felt that the challenge was definitely there, but I think uh, since I played it on PS3, I've played games that are similar in its like, it, like Bloodborne. I think is what kind of got me ready for it, and right. uh, I I just really enjoyed my experience with it i i just couldn't stop playing the game i i stayed up later than i had stayed up in a long time just to get to the next section 
and uh, play everything. And it's such a beautiful title. The sound effects are so great. That's one thing I'm really appreciating about the PS5 is the games that are developed for PS5 exclusively have something that they did with the 3D audio. You just have to listen to it to believe it. It's it's like VR. You, you can't really believe in VR until you actually put the thing on your head. And right. the 3D audio is champion this, <laughs> this generation. It's so amazing. Like, Ian, you have to download that Resident Evil demo because the sound in that... Exactly. Oh, it's, not, it's not scary, dude. It's not. It's <laughs> There's no spiders. <laughs> there are none. There's like two characters in it, and uh, it's near the end. So just play it, it for like 15 minutes. And just, just to do the sound because... <laughs> Uh, like it, as back to Demon Souls, like everything you knew where things were, how far away they were, uh, and it's so wonderful. It's not just left and right channel. It's kind of simulated, seem seemingly simulated sounds. Uh, it's up and down and distance and everything just sounded so wonderful. It's such a fun title. I just want to say that, like, I mean, the work they did to remake that game. I mean, if you were given like a shot of the old one and the shot of a new one you would not even think they were the same game i mean visually they are so <laughs> oh yeah blue blue point is a champion of uh games the those guys are amazing and i can't wait to see what they do next because all of their remasters recently have been so good they did what well, shadow of the colossus right that's shadow their one before that yeah and it's premium they they did so oh. good that game's world is such a wonder and Demon Hopefully Souls is like nothing else. Yeah. Hopefully the rumors will keep continuing and it will be Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yeah, I'll, we'll I'll buy it right away. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a good one. Anyway, awesome Demon Souls. Oh, yeah. Aaron, Uno. All right, Uno. All right, my number, <clears throat> my number one is uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, for the that came out earlier this year. I think it's probably one of the faster games I've ever beaten. And it was amazing despite all its uh, glitches and falling through trees, literally through the tree into nothing and just randomly getting killed by things that doesn't make any sense to be killed by. It was just such a fun game. The story was epic. The fact you got to be a Jedi was awesome. And the whole concept to get a double blade lightsaber at one point, oh, so fun. Yeah, super sure, there's fun. A, sure, that last boss fight is a pain in the ass it's nothing about nothing like a little turn down and difficulty can't fix that it, it was actually uh, number 10 it's the number 10 on my list it didn't make it on my oh. top 10 list <laughs> hmm. it, yeah I, I love that game i couldn't stop playing it like i literally find myself getting headaches for how long i played it at a time so i can really play games for a short amount of time whether they get headache or nauseous but it's just that game it definitely did me fun did times, you fun? for sure. Nice. Played it. Did we all it. play that? We all played that, right? Dave, you played it? I think you all did. You yeah, know, I know. I never got to that one. Okay. Oh. oh. Someone has it. Okay. Aaron. Aaron. I thought made it round. I do. Yeah, I think it bit yeah. to Jared, and then you gave it to Ian for a little bit, and I, or vice versa, and it came back to me, and I thought I gave it to you, but I guess I never made it there. Cool. Or, no? Number one, I I like the uh, one of my favorite. This is a stupid thing about that game, but 
the ship. I like the the big ship they fly in. It has that one oh, yeah, that kind really of. Cool. Yeah, it's like a very cool yeah, ship cool. design. Um, I feel like I dug it. Like I think the Mandalorian ship is the stupidest fucking ship I've ever seen. In uh-uh. Star, it's ugly fucking. And like, can't you come it's up with something cooler fuck. than that? I don't know. Anyway. You're in the Star Wars universe. You can come up with something better. They did not clearly listen to Star Wars War. Here's a flying RV. Yeah, you <laughs> can fly garbage cans around, so uh, we're, we're good. Yeah, That's this true. is my garbage That's truck. <laughs> anyway, good choice. Right. Good choice, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. My number one, no surprise to anyone, is the much hyped, much uh, criticized Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, Ooh. Uh, I played PS4 copy on a PS5. I did have some crashes, then they patched uh-huh. it. I still had some crashes, but I never had any bugs, no game-breaking bugs. Uh, there was some little visual bullshit here once in a while, but overall, I love that game, and all I see is the potential in it being the future, the new king of mods. I hope it becomes my new Skyrim. I cannot wait. Uh, modders are going crazy already with uh, third-person mods and uh, different types of visuals and uh, you know nude mods and all kinds of shit. I mean, they're already working on it. So I feel like in a year, when I buy it off Steam for like ten bucks or twenty bucks, and I head over to the Nexus, there'll be like twenty thousand mods, and then you guys will, you know, have to hear about my. Escapades. We'll be able to. <laughs> delve into mm. your twisted mind again but it's easily I, I mean i beat it uh i got five of what about the there's like seven endings or something like that and i got like five of them so far uh i'm waiting for the ps5 version and i'll play through it again and get those other two endings and mop that up so i'll have all the endings but uh i i get it i get why it didn't hit um a lot of bugs and people i mean it some oh, yeah. ps4 is like was not playable for a lot of people. Some PC people wasn't playable. Yeah. But uh, I lucked out for the most part. And I just, uh, I put like 70, 80 hours into it. So I'm, I really enjoyed it. And uh, I can't wait to get back into it. Um, but uh, that's my game of the year, man. And uh, I don't feel guilty or bad about it at all. I, I plan I on playing play it this in- year. Um, I, it, it keeps going it. on super, super cheap sales and stuff like that. It's already been down as low as thirty bucks. So I'm gonna see if it goes even lower before uh, the PS5 update yeah. comes out. I I don't expect that until like early summer, like late spring. So it's still right. a ways away. So I'm I'm just gonna do some deal watching and buy the PS4 version. I mean, there were yeah, I mean, there were just some cool things. I just loved wasting my time driving around and like just driving around and doing stupid side quests. I enjoy doing. I love the world. The verticality of the world is super. I mean, the world design is super impressive. Uh, I don't know. I just really, I really liked it. And I think, and there's some cool shooting. I mean, I don't know. There's maybe it's not you know a ten ten. Maybe it's like a seven and a half eight right now type of game. Yeah. But man, just play it, guys. Is it? Oh, it is fun. I'm interested. To, honestly, I feel. Hey, what about my other friend? Makes me think it's, um, you know, a nine out of ten game. Once they fix all the kind of mechanical issues, if for one of a better description. I yeah, love just Keanu, the... I love Keanu Reeves. He's in more than just like oh, a God, like, in all the, he's like in all the side quest shit too. Like I mean, he pops up. I mean, that guy 
did a lot of recording for don't, them because don't he's you mean you pop up. Oh, I, I mean Ianu Reeves <laughs> pops in. Uh, but uh, holy shit, man! I just I don't know. That game was fun. I, I mean, I played. I started playing it for a little bit. The reason why I didn't make my list for the twenty twenty is because I started playing it this year. So technicality. <laughs> there you but, go. Technicality. Well, I got it as a Christmas. There I got. Go. No, it's fine. I got as a Christmas present. I got the Christmas present, and I was going to play on New Year's Eve, but I didn't realize how big the game was, and I was like, God damn it. I didn't get up until super late, so I really couldn't do anything anyway, so. Cool. Just wait till the next day to play, so. Right. Well, yeah. guys, uh, that's that's our top five lists. That's our, all of ours. Uh, what, do we have any honorable mentions? I think Dave had a bunch of other games. Yeah, I, I've got a couple. Uh, obviously, Ghost of Tsushima we talked about. Uh, Far Cry Primal I played this year I really enjoyed um, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey oh yeah mm. that, that, that's so those were the other three that were like pushing into the top five Jared how about you you got any games that you played last year that yeah a couple of platformers I played on the Switch was Iconoclast and Ori in the Blind Forest cool so uh, I will keep uh, playing my platformers uh, until the end of time uh, my mm-hmm. brawlers, uh, the, the list that I had for January was in uh, River City Girls. Oh, yeah, River City Girls. That one was super oh, solid. That's a good so, one. Yeah, so I'm excited for like Streets of Rage 4 when that finally goes on sale. I'm going to swipe it up on the next sale. And uh, uh, I played uh, one of the older Shantae games. Uh, uh, what was it called? Uh, Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. So uh, there's a new one that's out that I'm waiting for it to go on sale as well. So there's uh, a lot of stuff to look forward to this year and uh, games that I played last year. So more games, please. Nice. Aaron, you got any any kind of like honorable mentions? I do. Uh, let's see. Astral Chain was one of them for sure. Oh, that yeah. game, even though it was very bright and very colorful and very flashy, it was fun. I liked it a lot. I was definitely going to go on there. Um, I got to say, actually, Breath of the Wild, well, was actually on. I played it. Well, when the pan, when the lockdown hit, I was I had a lot more time on my hands, so I decided to really dive into that game. And that game's actually not that bad, but there's definitely I almost put it on there, but I played other things. And then there was also um, Battlefront Two as well. Made my made the honorable mention. Oh yeah, because you guys got that free and started playing through the story. Yeah, there. I beat the campaign as well. Yeah. That's oh, fun. the campaign was great. I loved that campaign. Yeah. I, I liked the campaign for what it was worth. I mean, I was expecting it to be a little uh, because I enjoyed it. Uh, but it definitely raised my. It definitely got my expectations up a little bit. Oh, and Hollow Knight was on there too. Oh, I, yeah, Hollow Knight's awesome. I like that game a lot. I, I didn't think um, I was going to because it's so dark and gloomy, and it's just so fun and silly and. Like you just can't help but enjoy it the whole way through. Yeah, I I beat it on Switch, and I'm more than halfway through on my PS4 playthrough. Nice, nice. Um, then, oh, I think I said actually. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, so my number six, Streets of Rage Four. Jared mentioned he wanted to get it, but it is a great brawler, dude. I loved it. I I beat it a couple I times. Really actually. want to play that. I, 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 if I get the whole projector thing going and we can hang out in our back, my backyard, we could all play oh, that because yeah. it's like you know four player co op. Um, mm. uh, then also Man Eater, the shark game. Holy shit, what a great fucking game! 
I started nice. that this last week. Yeah, I love it. I'm looking forward to getting that when I uh, get my Platinum. PlayStation Five. Were you, were you guys able to add it on the app? Yeah, Maybe. I went online and logged into my Sony online, and I could add oh, it good. from there. Cool, awesome. Because yeah. it's such a fun fucking game. Um, another one that's on. Uh, what did I play this on? I'm, I think I played this one on Game Pass, but it's also on uh, Switch. Carry on. Uh, it's by Devolver Digital, and you play like this monster escaping this compound, and it's like it's kind of not a, a typical Ian game. It's more of a Jerry game, like a two D side scroller, and <laughs> you go around. But you are this monster, and you kill guys, and you have to figure out how to get through rooms with ten. You have like this, you have this weird, creepy tentacle monster that it's just. I enjoyed it a lot. Only took me about six hours, five or six hours to get through, but uh, uh it's just it was very creative and I enjoyed it. Another uh, kind of interesting arcade racer game that I got recently, Inertial Drift. Uh, this is a, a racing car game. It's on it's on Switch and PlayStation anyway. But uh, it has this really kind of cool uh, game mechanic for drifting where you use both sticks. Like uh, one is for the steering and one kind of sh- is for swinging your ass out, and it's it's it kind of changes driving completely and uh, i really fell in love with it uh it's a lot of fun uh so that was inertial drift and then obviously jedi fallen order we already mentioned so those are my honorable mentions or my top 10 list nice. completely yeah <laughs> anyway nice. all right boys uh well you guys need to get out of here right now or do you want to do some couch co-optionals we can do couch co-optionals if you have any uh, but, Mine will be uh, the same as the last couple of weeks. The Expanse. <laughs> oh, The Expanse. <laughs> so good. Yeah. On Amazon Prime, watch it. It's awesome. Um, Jared, you got anything? I'm looking for the name of the channel, but the, the PlayStation Girl, uh, the most recent episode was hilarious. I just got caught off guard. Does she play a violin and dance around a lot? No. no she, she ends up <laughs> acting as all the different uh, PlayStation 5 type of users like the person that never uses their ps5 the person that doesn't use it very often like uh but you the know, one that only kids and, use it <laughs> yeah funny. and there yeah there's the streamer one there, there's a whole bunch of different versions and it cracked me up it was so good like so basically I, uh, what the playstation the main playstation girl doesn't want to go to rest mode because when she goes to rest mode she goes to this purgatory where all the other playstation 5 girls hang out and so then there's like the Call of Duty PlayStation girl. There's the there's the one that never gets used. So she's just drinking and drunk because she's like, he yeah, never does anything with me. It's it's the Hitman 3 episode. Yeah. It's actually called Reckless Comedy. Uh, it's R-E-C-K-L-E-S-S. It's a pretty Reckless great it's Comedy. a pretty great channel. Yeah, the channel is fantastic. One of the things yeah. I really appreciate it about it is that their little skits aren't very long. They're like five minutes, four minutes. You know, they're not like super long. Yeah. They don't wear out the welcome. And yeah, no, but they got a lot. You know, they post one out pretty quickly, but it's not like it's like a 10-minute episode of like, uh, and they're all pretty funny. It's usually all pretty funny, so, yeah. I, I yeah, agree I like with the Jared. longest episodes, like eight minutes. But, uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Aaron, you got something? Well, so, uh, God, I just had it. Um, uh, so, uh, I oh, totally shit. had it and I lost it. He I did not it. He lost it. I, well, I had what? something. I, I literally had it locked and loaded. And it, well, it was. Watch it was Netflix. More about... Was it? Was it perhaps a league of their own? 
No, <laughs> but actually, Jared did just remind me of actual good Netflix thing. Actually, thank you. Uh, it was I just watched the Trevor Noah comedy special on there. His Afraid of the Dark one. Trevor Noah's seriously. Great if you, oh God, yeah. I but how did Jared remind you of that? Show. Well, said he said Netflix. watch Netflix. Oh, like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. He has a couple specials on there, and uh, I watched this one, Afraid of the Dark, and it's like early on, and it's well, obviously right now he's in his home and he's all casual looking, but he was like completely cleaned up and stuff. But no, his his standup is just so good. It's like it's not really political because you know what he does, but. It's so fun to watch, actually. You get a good chuckle. I'll have to check it out, yeah. Elisa and I love watching his uh, daily stuff. And that actually reminded me, there's a a movie on Netflix called Peppermint Hmm. with um, Jennifer Garner, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't watch that. that, It's a really fun movie. I wouldn't say it was the best ever movie I've watched, but if you like a good revenge movie, kind of a la John Wick, it's definitely Ooh. in that kind of okay. ballpark. Okay, cool. I'm gonna rifle some th- things off really quickly. First of all, the new God, uh, the new Godzilla versus Kong trailer is awesome. Go Ooh, check that out. That's awesome. Yes, uh, number two, uh, Wandavision. Uh, three episodes so far. Uh, stylish and weird. I don't. I kind of know where it's going, probably, but it's uh, it's fun. It's different. It's very different, and uh, so I recommend checking that right. out. And number three, I recommend having a president that's not a fascist. Woo, America! Yay. All right, Woo. boys. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, thank yeah. you guys for joining me here on the couch this evening. And uh, yeah. what? What is another year, guys? We got another yep. year to. We got another. What is this episode two hundred and something? I don't know. Yeah, you have yeah. something. Any of you guys want to join me on the pitch in a bit? Oh, he wants to play some Rocket League. Uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah. I gotta. I'm gonna edit this and put this out. But yeah, depending on how late you're gonna be up. Uh, yeah, I've probably got another hour or two at least. All right, maybe I'll join you and then edit it after. Okay. Okay. Um, I love you too, Ian. Yeah, I love you too. <laughs> Hang that Spitfire up, dude. It looks. It should like cover that back wall right there. Anyway. I, yeah, I haven't, I haven't found a good place to put it yet. So, yeah. I honestly couldn't tell what it was. It's a, it's an airplane, and it's a British airplane that won the war. Uh, oh, okay. This way, hang hung up guitars. It's got beautiful, nice. like this beautiful coloring on it. It is. It's yeah, great. Yeah, awesome. I don't know where I'm gonna hang it anyway. Oh, did you listen you to Tubular Bells? No, not yet. Oh. Um, I got it out to put it in earlier, and <laughs> I ended up. Uh, listening to, ended up getting a phone call and it just, you know, uh-huh. going to that side. Cool. All right. Well, well, guys, uh, let's see. We're Couch Co-op Show. We're uh, at Couch Co-op Shows on everything uh, on Instagram, Facebook, t- uh, Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. At Couch Co-op Shows, there, all yeah. one word. No hyphen. That's right. Uh, I'm Ian. Uh, I want to thank Jared, Dave, and Aaron for joining me here on the couch tonight. Couch Co-op. You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> yeah. Be excellent to each other. Yeah. Boom. That's Boom. it. I'll That's the the opening. Oh, goodness. Couch Co-op. Bye.
playing. You're back. Aaron? Actually, so on Friday we actually got that taken care of. Uh, $850 later. That's not too bad. Well, good day. Yeah, so they found one leak and then they found a second leak. And then they fixed our sink. I didn't know that. And it turns out it wasn't up to code, I guess. And then they replaced our clock head. Uh, the, uh, the hose outside our. Couch co op! 